This episode of Achieving Rally, the podcast, has been brought to you by HorrorPack.com. Do you like movies? Do you like mystery boxes? Now for the biggest question. Do you like horror movies? Yes. Yes, I believe you do. HorrorPack.com has your fix for both. Sign up. And every month you'll get four movies on either DVD or Blu-ray. Unless you sign up for both. Well now, how much is this fantasy of horror? The DVDs are $19.99 a month. The Blu-rays are $24.99 a month. Pretty much a deal right there. Oh, and tell them Larry Greenstein sent you from Achieving Reality, the podcast. Horrorpack.com It's what everyone is dying for. <laughs> well, this won't be something falling from the sky. Page <laughs> 46, shit falls from the sky. The lot doesn't sure falls from the sky. <laughs> Well, I missed that story. Hey, everybody, I'm back, and it's time for another Achieving Reality, the podcast. Yes, yes, all of you people who wish the ship would sink while I was on it, well, you're fucked. Because <laughs> I didn't sink. So, let's see, this week we're talking about, oh, we have a uh, Mysteries of the Unexplained, the oldest living creature. We do a quiz, we find out my moral alignment, apparently, and we do a top ten list, top ten things better than sex, and uh, something else, who knows, you know, we leave Harvey in control of some of that stuff. So, uh, yeah, we're back, we found out that Neil stowed away, and he took some videos on my phone, I have to get those to uh, Harvey and Chris as soon as possible, so uh, we're all good. Alright, so sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Achieving Rally, the podcast. No ship edition. <laughs> See you later. Oh, this is the Yanni Laurel conspiracy. Yanni? Yeah, or Yanni or whatever. Oh, I was like, I say, the that's, one that. I still haven't looked into that. Yeah, I did, and I was like, I don't understand what people are saying. I heard Laurel clear as day. There's nothing else it could have sounded like. It's like you walking in the door and me going, Hey, Chris! And you hearing, See you later, Bob! I was like, Yeah, that's not gonna... Well, maybe you should play it. How yeah. many of these conspiracy then theories do you Marissa, believe in? Then Marissa and I can be the judges of that. This one is a thing. I mean, this. how many of these theories do you believe in? It's the only one that really is a actual quiz. The others are well, stories. We can try that. All right. Maybe something good will come out of it. Yeah, you never know. Maybe, maybe we'll get to the bottom of it. And we can we get some for everybody yeah. else. Huh? Well, I mean, it's just, do you believe this theory? Do you believe that theory? Do you believe this theory? And then you choose yay or nay. And then at the end, what does it tell you? I don't know. You're a freak. <laughs> Loser. Loser. You big dumb Momo. What? <laughs> Here's how to make moving easier on your kids. Don't have any. Badoons. Yep. The Dave Coulier quiz will test your dad joke IQ. Okay, you can do that one. I think it might be a Geico commercial. Nope, it's a quiz. All right, I got three top tens and two quizzes here. 
plus we records. We should do we should do some of those. Plus about fourteen freaking food items we're gonna be eating today. Brothers, what do we do in this one echoes in eternity? So you posted that? Barry Victor Picante. That's his line from what Hamlet said. Oh, oh that's funny. I didn't think about that. You would know that better than me, because I came in, stood around for a little bit, filmed my part in about five seconds, and then had to go to work. All right, gentlemen and ladies, how are we doing today? Good, how are you? Who are you talking to? You. Oh. Chris. Hello. Hey, Chris. How you doing, Larry? Hey, Ro. How are you Hey, Chris. How are y'all doing? Hey, by the way, sexy new phone you got there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah? Lovely. That's it? That's all you got for me? I'm still mad at it. Well. It's a nice looking phone. He went from the six mm -hmm. to the 10. He decided to skip the four in between. Nice. Well, I, no. No? No. I skipped, I skipped the seven and eight. Wasn't there a nine? Oh, there wasn't a nine? You sure? Pretty sure. I think there's a nine. No, because eight's the current one. This is the special. That, that looks like a picture of a dildo. What are you looking at? picture on the my computer screen I got here. He, he looks at all kinds of stuff. You know that now. So uh, so there's a there's like a 90% chance that it's actually a dildo he's looking at. No, it's it's a can of something exploding. Oh, but Larry's sex toys come with shrapnel. <laughs> oh, this feels so... Oh! <laughs> Marissa's looking at her feet. So, guys, talk to us about the, uh, the new... Apple 10, man. I don't, I don't know a whole lot about it. No? I only had it working for a few hours. Uh, well, you, you, you did say Siri doesn't like your uh, your iTunes. No, Siri doesn't understand the concept of play this song. Okay. So, like, hey, Siri, play the Scorpions. How many roads oh. must a man walk down? That's not the Scorpions! <laughs> it's like, like, playing bad company. <laughs> No, that's not what I said at all. <laughs> What'd you say? I tried it in the car and it's like, which of these do you want me to play? I'm like, none of those are on my fucking phone. <laughs> you I can't just say, hey, Siri, load up my iPod or whatever. However, you know, Siri, yeah, you play, can, use iPod, play X. No, well, you, you're supposed to be able to. Okay. But Siri, this one doesn't listen. Maybe she doesn't like you. Could be. Did you cuss her out already? Oh, I've been cussing that phone all day and all night last night. Well, then there you go. You gotta talk nicely to her. Remember, Siri lives here in Atlanta. She actually does. The lady who was the voice of Siri lives in Atlanta. That's fine. So, you need to go and talk to her. Hey, that thing you gave your voice to sucks. So, now, if she has a phone. Yes. she has it set up. Yes. And she talks to it. Yes. And it answers her back. Yes. Does it register its own answers as input from her? I don't know. Does it set up to recognize your voice? I don't know if she talks exactly like Siri. I think they probably modulated it a little bit. So it was consistent through the whole time she did it. That would be weird though. Siri, please do this. Okay, Siri. I'll... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm talking to myself apparently. <laughs> the phone just blows up. So when you go in and get it, you get the upgrade. You go to get the email says, you are eligible for an upgrade. Right. Yeah. I haven't been feeling so well this last couple of weeks. Maybe a new phone will cheer me up or something. 
Well, I'm not really sure what my thinking process was on it. I'm perfectly happy with my other phone, but what the hell? So you go in and talk to the guy and you have mail. Oh lord. <laughs> goes to the so hardware store. And um, the first thing he says is like, "Oh well, you you still owe on the previous phone." Like, then why am I eligible for an upgrade if I haven't finished paying for the phone? But it's only like, it's only like fifty bucks, so I'm like, eh, what the heck? Because we put on the payment plan thing where you that's what mine's on. You pay for it for the rest of your natural life. And Basically, yeah. Then when you die, they take it back. Sell it to someone else. <clears throat> Sell it to someone else. Sorry, it's a little sticky. He got buried with it. So we got through that and got through that, and they hand you the box. With nothing in it. And and you're supposed to leave. The thing is, when they hand you the box, all your shit, you know, your phone number and you know what. It's been transferred to the new phone that's still wrapped up in the box. Right. And your current phone... Well, in your case, I actually have to get a SIM card inserted, but yes. And your current phone is disabled. Right. So I'm like, well, I don't have a phone now. That would probably be why you didn't answer my texts early in the afternoon. I mean, this would be exactly why. Yeah. So I'm like, we got still a lot of stuff to do. I'm like, oh, what the hell? I'm without a phone for the rest of the day. So I get home and, oh, well, I haven't upgraded my operating system to the newest version. So I should probably do that before backing it up and transferring it to the new phone. Right. So I go through that process. But I have to hook to the Wi-Fi because it's my cellular service has been disabled. Yes. And then I'm about to do it. I'm thinking, and iTunes pops up and says, there is a newer version of iTunes. And I'm like, oh, well, every time I've done this in the past, I've needed to upgrade iTunes to handle the new phone. So I'll go ahead and do that. And for some reason, it wouldn't. It would not... I hit the button that says download now. It wouldn't download. You keep doing it. Nothing. So I went online and went the security route and found the link myself, downloaded it, installed it, which took a little bit. Probably. I'm like, I'm like, all right, good. Now I can back it up. So I hit the backup now button. And, you know, it has a little bar that goes across to tell you the progress. Right, right. But it, it <clears throat> shot all the way across and then just stopped there. And the little thing was spinning to let you know it was doing something. Right, the lollipop of But death. it wasn't... Give, no, no, no. It's a little circle that spins and lets oh. you know something's going on. All right. But the progress bar wasn't changing any. I let it sit there for quite a long time. And it never changed. never changed. So I had to stop it. I said, okay, well, I'll try it again. So I had to restart the computer because it was glitching now because... I had stopped the backup. I had to restart the phone and got it started again, backing up. And this time it backed up. Okay. Great. So then I turned this one on, the new one on. And you have to go through the setup process. You get a new case with it too? Yeah. And you get to a point where it says, do you want to set this up as a new phone? Or do you want to set this up using a backup from a previous phone? Well, we'll use the backup. And it says, oh, you can't do that. Because it's incompatible with the previous backup. Yeah, go on. What? Just in case I need to run. <laughs> no, I need you to sit here just in case that thing behind you explodes. That's why. I'm that's it. There, there. There's your. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's some plastic and glass will protect me. So I'm like, well, what, what's the problem now? Turns out that I upgraded to the new operating system. The brand new phone, top of the line phone, is on the old operating system. Well, yeah, because so, it hasn't been upgraded to the new operating system. So now what I got to do is I've got to set it up as a new phone. Then I have to update the operating system. Uh-huh. Then I can restore it from a backup. All right, so I go through this process. I get through all that, plug it up, and say restore from backup. It says, you cannot restore from backup because 
Find My Phone is active. Like, I didn't turn on Find My Phone. And now i got to go find Find My Phone on an operating system I'm not familiar with. So I go on to Google and say, how do I turn off Find My Phone on iPhone X? Figure that out. All right, now I'm getting somewhere. Like, three more different things was preventing me from backing up. All right. So I finally, finally get it to say, okay, restore from backup. Great. And then once I do, it starts the setup process over again. Completely? Pretty much. And go in and tell it to do this, tell it to do this. No, I don't want to set this up. No, I don't want to set that up. All the stuff I've already done. Twice. All right, I'm done with all that. Thank you. <laughs> Fuck, I ain't the phone. And so now I turn it on after it's Ooh. rebooted and everything. And all the icons are blacked out because they still haven't, even though the backup is finished restoring. It's apps, not finished updating. Right. And it's like every app. You got a lot on there too, or at least you had on your other phone a whole lot of them. So I'm like, oh Jesus Christ, he's not going to help you. He doesn't like today's technology either. So I just basically had to sit there for like the next 45 minutes while it finished up whatever the hell it was doing before I could even open it to do anything. So then 12:45 rolls around, so and he's t- like, "Hey, are you awake? I got to complain about my phone." So that text you got was the first thing I did with that phone. <laughs> In the 12 hours I had it. That's funny as hell. No, well, it's I'm, not. I'm honored that to be the, 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 first, the, first the, first thing, the first person that you wanted to yell at because of your phone. This should not. I hate you. I hate my phone. I hate Marissa. Hey, I'm sorry. What did I do? I didn't do anything really for you for the phone. I they need to go back to a system where you take a card out of one phone and put it in the other card. Yeah, phone, the SIM card thing. And you're done. So anyway, thanks for getting me pissed off again on my phone. That's <laughs> what I'm here for, man. Oh yeah, that's what you're here for. You to make my life more difficult. You like to prod the, the the gorilla. Well, every once in a while, I get to poke back. You're a monkey. Yeah. Well, I'm a very large monkey. I'm not a gorilla. Actually, according to Larry, uh, sad. <laughs> you need to learn some of that. I should. Oh, I, I should watch a whole bunch of those Coco things. And just if the, if the monkey thing ever comes up, you can do that. each other <laughs> is that all the time no no <laughs> no <it's> hey! not... <laughs> is it is it what is that what is the thing it's time for use meditations vocabulary close his bedtime stories no no I still haven't aired one of those. <laughs> this is a good thing because I, I haven't written one down. 
Well, you don't want to write those down. That becomes evidence. <laughs> All right. So I have my Mysteries of the Air Explained Reader's Digest in front of me. I have my random number generator in front of me. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to touch my random number generator. Ew. <laughs> And we get to page 299. Probably not because I just wrote it down. What do you mean? I just wrote it down, so we're probably going to have to skip it, go to another page. I'm going to write it down again. What page did you write down? 299. As I said, we got to page 299. Yeah, but every time I write it down before you actually get to the page, oh. you wind up having to go to another page. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a long one. That's 298. Oh, really? Yeah. This is two ninety nine. Oh my goodness! And it starts here. Where does it finish? The miraculous statue of Malilova, and it finishes on three hundred. Oh wow, that's a bit long for a bit. Yep, it's a, it's a bit long. Yeah. Try again. All right, let's try again. Today on forty six. Forty six. Anomalies. Animalies. Yes, an animal Animalities. Yes, animalities. Animality. Babality. Friendship. Courtship. <laughs> Too far ship. <laughs> Holy ship. TMI ship. All right. So let's see. I will go with the world's oldest living creature. Didn't we do that one? Was it Taurus? No. This is not that. The other oldest living creature. The world's oldest living creatures. Oh. All right. So. I'll allow it. Thank you. The oldest, world's oldest living creatures were discovered by... Smarty comment. (laughs) By chance in 1972 in the laboratory of N. Chudnov. Oh, they mean in general, not like the specific oldest living creature. Right. Oh, okay. At the Berezinsky Potassium (laughs) Combine in the uh, Ural Mountains... Chudnov had dissolved a piece of potassium ore in the distilled water as part of an effort to explain its red coloration. After a while, he noticed that small flakes of material were beginning to float away from the rock. And when he examined one of them under a microscope, he saw it contained numerous microorganisms. This was surprising, but not unduly so. Several days later, Chudnov again... Surprising, but not unduly so. Hey, look at that. That's pretty neat. Maybe not. Several days later, Chudnov... Died. No. He was infected with small microorganisms. Yes. Again, examined the water in his flask. It was now swarming with living organisms. Swarming. My oh. brain itches. Apparently, <laughs> it did. That's why I had to go through my nose. Um, apparently, reanimated by their immersion, he placed some in test tubes and was staggered to see them grow and reproduce. Apparently, unharmed by being locked inside potassium crystals for, wait for it, 250 million years. Jeez. Soviet Union, February 1972, page 18. Hmm. So there you go. The world's oldest living creatures. It's like the start of a horror movie or oh, yeah. a suspense it, thriller. Yeah, it's called Evolution. It ends up being a comedy and no, 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 a no, guy I... sticks his head in the butthole of a giant alien. No, no, Evolution was different. <laughs> it's like the guy finds this microorganism embedded in metal and like it, he gets infected by it and he becomes like like the T-1000 or some shit like that. Or it turns him into like a prehistoric lizard man. We should go to the next page. It tells you to go. Hmm? This is 
Some kind of superpower. 18? No, yeah. that's from this... 18? That's from the, where they got it from. Oh, they got it from that. Okay. Yeah. Soviet Union, February 1972. I can't go back in time and find page 18 and another book that I don't know the name of. Why not, man? Well, they give you a page number but not a book title? Soviet Union, February 1972, page 18. They don't give you a book. Maybe it's the book named Soviet Union. That's a... They only have one book. <laughs> Very big. In the Soviet Union. It's huge. I mean, now that they're Russian, they might have bunches of books. Well, yes. But when they're Soviet Union, it's the people's book. It's the people's book. The people's book. The person book. Page, I tell you really what? interesting story about microbes. It's a, um, it's a thingy. It's a thingy? Yeah. It's a what non-specific kind, thingy. One kind of, what kind of thingy? It doesn't matter. That's not part of it. That was rude. Stop looking. Stop looking. <laughs> you could have looked and seen what it was. I know what it is. It's a can of holders. Oh, is that what it is? Can of holders. <laughs> yes, it's a can of holders. Okay. It's a can of holding. Yes, it's a can of holding. Yes, mm-hmm. it holds. It's got like a bunch of springy snakes in it. This never stops. Nope. <laughs> There's a couple of million of those in there. It took me two and a half years to put those all away. Yeah, if I ever run a DD game again, there'll be a candle like that. <laughs> I open it up and it just, <laughs> for three days straight, it just throws out springy snakes. So, can of, a, a can of holding, and I mean, a can of holders, and um, a bottle of high charisma. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing that if somebody in a party opens the thing just to find out what it is, and it starts spouting off these snakes, and it just keeps going and going and going. <laughs> they're gonna have the waters like do we just leave it here and walk away or does something like really cool happen when it runs out is there something in the bottom of it so they're just gonna be sitting around the campfire for three days watching those things <laughs> you know what you gotta do is you have one in there a and regular the, one and the last one comes out and it just has a little flag on the back end it says ta-da the <laughs> beer <laughs> uh, no what you gotta do is you gotta have several and they open a couple of them and there's stuff in them like, you know, the the thing comes out, like one snake. But in the bottom is like maybe a platinum coin. You know, really mess with them. It's like, holy crap. And they open another one and there's like a an amulet of, I don't know, ball sack healing or something. <laughs> you know. Very specific. <laughs> <laughs> but we're a party of just females. Oh, well, it's out of the ball sack healing. Well, you may be able to sell it. That's true. And then, you know, you put another one and it's got nothing in it. You know, you should typical. Oh, it's not funny. And then you have the other one be the three-day one. And at the end, boom, beer. And that's it. And then the last one has the anaconda in it. <laughs> Bing. <laughs> Cue music. Thank you. Can't, can't, can't find the right one, I guess. So, did you hear the music? What music? I know you all hear the music. 
No, I don't. I'm gonna sum up. I love it how Larry asks us that question and points behind him. <laughs> <laughs> like there's something behind him making music. Yeah, there's. That's music. called a stove, Larry. That's not. <laughs> Oh, sorry. That's our sound baffles behind you. <laughs> they don't make music. You can't, you can't hear the microwave. That maybe that's the microwave. The microwave. Small rave. <laughs> <laughs> there you Tiny go. Is, there's your music. Tiniest glow sticks ever. <laughs> there's your music. Like glow rice. <laughs> glow rice. So it's time for another Larry's Internet Quiz. This Woo-hoo. is. <laughs> Someone's more excited than others. What's my moral alignment? Oh, geez. Is it like D&D alignment? Trust in Gygax. He can peer I into your very... Not this one. Well, not this particular quiz, but this basic, <clears throat> the same basic quiz. Trust in Gygax. He can peer into your very soul. Well, oh, boy. <laughs> what is your moral alignment? You've fallen in love with someone who belongs to a competing tribe. Chaotic neutral. Your tribal elders do not approve of this union and demand that you end all contact with your beloved. How do you respond? I think we actually have done this one. Sounds really familiar. No, the hell. Go with it. Well, I can always switch to pick seven junk foods. No. No. All right. Finish. Begrudgingly accept. Remix. (laughs) We'll see if it's changed. Begrudgingly accept knowing that their years of wisdom trump your emotionally clouded judgment. Question their authority. And present a compelling case for why your union will benefit both tribes. Sneak off with your beloved and fuck her till she screams. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, sneak off with your beloved and start a new life away from either tribe. Start a new life! That's what he did with his tribe. <laughs> the elders of the, ri- the rival tribe discovered your plot and have called for the death of your lover. What do you do? Storm their tribe, killing everything in their way to save your beloved. Plot to infiltrate their village. You're just going to storm the tribe and kill everybody? It's like Luke Skywalker. I mean, Anakin Skywalker. All of them. Every one of them. The women and children, too. Because uh, they're coarse and they get everywhere. <laughs> storm uh, a plot to infiltrate the village in the night and rescue your beloved. Sand people. Yes. And rescue your beloved without anyone realizing. Accept the outcome and quietly mourn the loss of your beloved. Storm the tribe and kill everything. That's what I would think so. Bullshit. That's what I would do. I don't think so. Look, if I'm trusting in Gygax, yes, that would be what I would do. That's what you'd be doing if you were gaming. What would Larry do? I'd want a storm. I'd probably just plot to infiltrate the village at night and then kill three people while rescuing her. Or you could just, you know, rescue her and run away. Run away! Run away. I'll do it all with a pointed stick. Yeah. <laughs> you witness what appears to be a wealthy man shouting and kicking a beggar. Do you join him? Possibly. Satisfied with the damage he's inflicted, the wealthy man walks away from the beggar. What do you do? Nothing. It's not your problem. Run to the beggar and pick his pockets. Tackle the wealthy man. Why? <laughs> yeah, why would you do that? Yeah, exactly. It says actually. Run. Are, the guy's already been kicked while he's down. It's Literally. Just, it says run to the beggar, make sure he's not seriously injured. But what I said was funnier. And it's completely different. Wait a minute. You've got to give the right answer. <laughs> yes. Run to the beggar, make sure he's not seriously injured. Tackle a wealthy man and beat him without mercy. Yeah. <laughs> Tackle a wealthy man and beat him without mercy. Yeah. <laughs> he was saying the answers that Larry wants to hear. He's not saying the answers that Larry would actually give. Does it matter? These people tune in for truthful entertainment, not made up shit. 
Then they're not tuning in to our drum podcast. They're not tuning in anyway. Joe Rogan's podcast is wonderfully, <laughs> wonderfully truthful. Between blows, no, to- that whole stone thing's an act. <laughs> People on pot aren't that aggressive. He is. If he uses as much pot as he says he does, he wouldn't be that aggressive. Between blows to the head, the man attempts to explain that the beggar was a thief who had stolen his coin purse. Oh, this is a choose-your-own-adventure kind of thing. So if I had chosen something else, it would have given me another another thing. Really? I think so. What happened to your lover? Well, I rescued her, so she's fine. Yeah, he, uh, I killed everybody and rescued her. Yeah, but where is she now in this whole beggar scenario? She's not part of this beggar scenario. She's yeah, at home, I'm, I'm pumping out home. babies like she needs to be. What? In the kitchen, making me a fucking sandwich. Can we make you a sandwich? No. Oh, okay. Uh, between blows of the head, the man attempts to... <laughs> There's some marmite in the pantry. <laughs> no, we don't. Uh, explain yeah. to the, the beggar that, that the beggar was a thief who had stolen his coin purse. How do you respond? Apologize for the mistake and insist on buying the man a drink. Take his coin purse and give it back to the beggar. Continue beating him. <laughs> Anyone with that kind of wealth probably deserves it anyways. Uh-huh. Insist on turning the man into the authorities, even if he was robbed. Vigilantism cannot be tolerated. Continue beating him! Wait, 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 wait. Turn him into the authorities. Vigilantism cannot be tolerated. Yeah. While you're over there beating the guy <laughs> for beating the other guy. Exactly. I'm Batman. <laughs> Batman don't tolerate vigilantes. <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> you lent a friend a considerable amount of money shortly before they left on a month's long adventure. <laughs> hey, you got off that guy you beat up for beating the <laughs> And after picking the beggar's pockets... They've now returned and discovered a small fortune while away. How do you approach the topic of the debt? No need. A legally binding contract was written up with repayment details. Insist on prompt repayment while they're still flush with loot. Wait until they've had a chance to recover from the trip before bringing it up. Forget about it. They'll just owe you a favor. Uh, when they come back and say, we found a small fortune. Oh, then you want me to trouble giving my money back, I'll let you. Yep. Insist on prompt repayment while they're still flush with loot. I didn't have one where I could act all mean about it, so it's kind of boring. Uh, you've been tossed in prison for a crime you didn't commit. You've been tossed in prison for beating a wealthy citizen and robbing a a, a, a beggar. A homeless guy. Oh, my gosh. What do you do next? Wait for the system to discover the error and free you? <laughs> Insist on an appeal. Yeah, that happens all the time. <laughs> Insist on an appeal and explain the error. Talk your way out using your wits and charisma. My charisma's high. Fight your way out, killing anyone you need in order to escape. Fight your way out, killing everyone you need in order to escape. Exactly. High charisma. High caramba. High caramba. <laughs> you use that as an aftershave. <laughs> that's high karate. <laughs> you. <laughs> if I ever want to do a D game again, there's going to be a clone called High Charisma. Oh yeah, yeah. and it's got to be a magic potion. Oh you got to put it on. It's going to smell horrible, but you got to be able to put it on. And oh like my God. get something for it, like some kind of plus something. Plus two to charisma. <laughs> yeah, yeah. High charisma. Plus two. Because you know the first thing that you know, the players would be like, like it's a high dexterity one. Like no, because that's not funny. <laughs> like, well, well, why is the other one funny? Because I said so. <laughs> because you don't listen to the podcast. It's in the module. <laughs> you witness a brutal brawl, and one of the fighters dies and is carted away. His coin purse was left behind in the commotion, and nobody but you seems to have noticed. What do you do? Pocket the coins. He don't need them. Attempt to find the man's... Yeah, they're taking him to a priest. Why would I take the coins to a priest? Or a raised dead spell. Oh. 
What matters how many coins he's got? It's like 15 copper. And well, if you take it from him, he won't have any. Well, I mean, if he's only got 15 copper, it don't matter. I'm just arguing the fact that he don't need them now. He might need them. Attempt to now find... Now more than ever. <laughs> Attempt to find the man's family and return the gold to them. Okay, so it's gold. Donate the coins to a local charity or temper. Temper? <laughs> temple? Temple. Leave the purse. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry, my child. <laughs> Leave the purse. It's not yours. Pocket the coins. He won't need them. <laughs> Where's the rest of his party? They didn't pay, They didn't see it. As you reach for the purse, oh, another hand darts out and grabs it before you're able to. How do you react? Well, if I had my high charisma on... I would attempt to intimidate the plunderer into handing the purse over to me. Stealthily stab the embezzler with a dagger and take the purse. That's what I think you would do. Draw attention to the man and attempt to have the crowd turn on him. Allow the filter to make off with the coins. Uh, I'm going to attempt to imitate... Imitate. <laughs> I'm going to attempt to intimidate him. Intimidate. Because I have on my high, my, my uh, high charisma. charisma. You come across a scroll that allows you to cast a spell of invisibility on yourself for one hour. What would you do with it? Use your newly found stealth to sneak into the keep and make up with all the gold you can carry. Use it to pull some pants on some friends. <laughs> Use it to observe someone you expect is up to no good. Burn the scroll. Magic is too dangerous. Don't get the coins. Save it until you might need it. That's not one of the choices. Get all the Use the scroll now. So I'm going to sneak into the keep and make off with all the gold I can carry. I figured that. A wizard presents to you a small box. He claims that he'll make you extremely wealthy if you press a button on the box. But if you press the button, somebody you don't even know will die. Exactly. Someone somewhere in the world same this episode. will instantly will die. Do you hit the button? No, just walk away. This has been put out there a lot. Sure, you probably won't know the person who dies. Yes, but donate a portion of your new wealth to charity to clear your conscience. Not only will you push the button, you vow to apprehend the wizard and destroy the box. What? <clears throat> we just keep putting the button until the wizard dies. <laughs> what do I, you know what happens, right? After you push the button? You die. No, you push the button. Someone you don't even know will die. Right. And then the wizard comes back and reclaims the box. You say, well, what happens to the box now? He says, well, we'll give it to somebody else. Someone you don't even know. Oh, yeah, exactly. So you might be the next person. So not only do I push the button, but I kill the wizard and keep the box. You track the wizard to his lair. After observing him... Why does the wizard have a lair? At, okay, <laughs> fine, his tower. He's living in a cave somewhere on a straw mat. <laughs> I'm a wizard. <laughs> I'm a hermit. <laughs> I mean, wizard. After observing him in secret, you discover that until recently he was a good, gentle man who's been possessed by a demon. How do you handle the situation? Destroy him before he can cause more death and destruction. Subdue him and turn him over to clerics who may be able to purge the demonic presence. Convince the demon to use you as a vessel instead. Imagine the power! That's probably you would get for. Hmm. No? No, it's between destroy him and convince thing. the demon. That possession thing's a bad thing. Yeah, especially in D&D. &D. Well, then, Especially okay. in any situation. <laughs> situation. Are you going to kill the wizard, then? I am going to destroy him before he can cause more death and destruction. Because, honestly, if I was playing a game and that's what we ran in, it's pretty much what we'd all end up doing anyways. You wouldn't try to save him? You would, because you're, like, 
super healer from yes from I'm everywhere. To heal him. She's nuts, man. Just fours, just roll out, and they're all fours. Four, 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 four. How do you do that, Marissa? I don't know. But you're all healed for the next ten years. Yeah, I am. Just these special dice. Yeah. Clunk. They always end on four. Clunk. I just said they're wrong with those dice, Marissa. No, clunk. Four. But you care. They're healing the hearty. That's true. That's all that matters. Alas, York. you've lived a long, full life. And will soon join your join your forefathers in the great beyond. What should be inscribed on the monument dedicated to your life? Bulldoze here. <laughs> Rest in peace. <It> says <laughs> a gentle soul who changed the world. Feared by enemies, even in death. It's your quiz. Feared by enemies, even in death. Anyhow, you got neutral evil. You see others as a means to an end. You only make friends and allies temporarily and will turn on someone in a second. You can see a way to gain from it. You don't really go out of your way to cause harm to others, but you don't really go out of your way to prevent it either. Popular neutral evil characters are Voldemort, Gaston from Beauty and the Beast, and Littlefinger from Game of Thrones. Ding, 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 ding. Actually, I am chaotic neutral because that's how I play all my characters too. I just basically go out and say, okay, I'm here to be part of this group because I want shit. Well, what about helping us? If I get stuff for it, yes. Otherwise, I might stab you in the face. <laughs> no, that's not what stab you neutral in the is. Neutral is going to stab someone in the face just because I'm bored. Fab. <laughs> well, I'm not going to fab anybody in the face. Fab. What was that? Was that a noodle? Maybe. <laughs> So I got K I got neutral evil. Cue chaotic music. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the That's weird, man. Hello and welcome to another Nails of the Weird. <laughs> he is going to be so pissed hey, that I'm doing yeah, this. Yeah, man. God damn it, freaking clowns, man! You gotta ruin everything for me. Why do I even hang out with you? Because I like to smoke the weed. Oh yeah, you get some pretty good shit too. All right, well this is my thing, man. So just go sit in that chair in the back like you did last time. Okay, I go sit in the chair in the back. Okay, hey, welcome to Neil's of the Weird. Uh, this one is called uh, Spermis uh, Interruptus, man. That's weird. Um, the University of Kansas. University of Kansas? They have very pretty people there. Uh, yeah, probably, man. I've never been there. Hey, isn't that where that guy took the pot shots from the clock tower? Um, no, I think that's where Kent State. Oh, yeah, yeah. They both have caves. I don't know. Uh, let's see, so the University of Kansas is experimenting with a new birth control pill for men, man, which interrupts spooge production. Hey, yeah, that's kind of neat. Spooge production? Is that what you are calling it now? Spooge? What? What's spooge? Before this invention, man, 
Uh, interrupting sperm development could only be caused <laughs> by the husband walking into the room. <laughs> That's funny, man. <laughs> it's, it's a joke. See, see, guys cheating on her husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get the joke. You know, I I am a creepy guy, so I understand these things. I am usually the one interrupting the sperm development because I just kind of show up in people's houses. Be like, hello, you're a very sexy man or woman or puppy, so I think I'm going to touch you inappropriately. Oh, dude. Ugh. Man, what? Please don't show up next week, man. You're so weird and gross, man. Well, you never know. Please don't, man. I just, I just want to do this myself, man. Well, maybe I won't show up. All right, well, next week is another... Uh, Neil's, uh, Neil's of the weird. Well, hopefully without Klaus. <laughs> you never know. Oh, man. What do we got here, Larry? One, two, three, four. Chicka, 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 what? You just have too much fun with that. <laughs> I have to cut it out of the episode. <laughs> Why? Top ten things to learn you a lesson. That's one. Top ten things <laughs> better than sex. Number ten. Okay, you ready for that? So, whilst they're researching this arm, bacon, <laughs> ranch dressing. So, number ten. This better be good. Housework. That's what it says. Housework with a question mark. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> Over 30% of the women surveyed claim that cleaning gives them more satisfaction than sex. There are results of surveys of 2,000 women in the National Housework Survey of Great Britain in 2006. Regarding this survey, the Independent Daily reported that even in an age when women are making economic strides and excelling in the workplace, the one thing that gives the majority a sense of empowerment is a good go around the house with a vacuum cleaner, followed by some cleaning and dusting. These must be the same women who don't find Mr. Muscle or the brawny paper towel guy the least bit distracting. I mean, who wouldn't like a good go-around with one of these guys? And that guy looks like an Corolla. I guess. Number nine. Number nine. <laughs> Dating a vampire. And it's a picture of Twilight. Ugh. Fans of the movie or the book Twilight know that you can't have sex with your vampire boyfriend or he will probably just kill you in a passionate fit. Yay. But... If you're willing to make the sacrifice because you love him so much. He's so wonderful that it's all worth it. He's extremely handsome, drives an expensive car, and he actually glitters in the sunlight. Now, what teen isn't a sucker for glitter? Oh, did I mention that he might sneak into your bedroom and stare at you all night while you were sleeping? Or that he's a condescending, emotionally distant, and rather sarcastic? Oh, and his body is ice cold. He's murdered people in the past, and his friends and family instinctively want to kill you. But I don't care, Mommy. He's dreamy. That actually says it at the end there. That's not even in the right quiz or top ten. Yay. No. Number eight. Weight loss. That's how most people go about getting sex. According to a survey at AOLHealth.com, 26% AOLHealth.com, 26% of the moms who participated would rather lose 10 pounds than have more sex. Even more of them, 30%, would rather make more money. Not surprising since you don't actually get paid anything to be a mom. But it's all worth it. Mm -hmm. Number seven. Number seven. Music. 
Findings from the survey include that Marrakesh Records, music is hugely, hugely important. 60% of 16 to 24-year-olds would rather go without sex than music for a week. This increases to 70% for 16 to 19-year-olds. I now have this whole teen sex absence thing figured out. The RIAA, Recording Industry Association of America, should only prosecute pregnant teens and their boyfriends for downloading music illegally. That should be more effective than Bristol Palin's abstinence campaign. Once a few kids are prosecuted and word gets around, teen pregnancies will decrease. Of course, music downloading may increase. Interesting. But if you think about it logically, how much music do you consume in a week? A tremendous amount. Yeah. So I listen to the radio going to and coming back from wherever I'm going all the time, no matter what I'm doing. But you know, you're in high school. How many times are you having sex in a week? When I was in high school? Well, back in the days when they had sex, not when you were in high school. <laughs> I don't know, because I don't know what high schoolers do nowadays. All I see them do is sit on their phones, so. So zero? Let's be, let's be. It's a lot more let's than that. Let's be ultra generous and say two. Times a week? Yeah. Do you think that's ultra generous? I'm thinking you're a little low. I think it's like almost every day. Like if you're living at home with your parents and you gotta sneak off to be with somebody, you gotta plan that shit out. You can't just like jump in a dumpster. Yeah, you can. You wouldn't want to. There you go. So the amount of times that you'd be giving up listening to the music food. would be a great deal more than what you would be giving up having sex. Yeah, because they listen to music pretty much all the time. That's why they've always got earbuds in. It's not to talk to people, it's to listen to music. It's to listen to our podcast. Yes, listen to our podcast. From our earbuds to yours. One of us. One of us. Google gobble. <laughs> Google gobble. Google gobble. All right, number six. <laughs> now that the mind control portion of the show is over. <laughs> number six. Number six. In vitro fertilization. Wee. <laughs> On the opposite side of the sex spectrum, I propose that IVF is better than sex if you're trying to get pregnant. Maybe more efficient. Yeah. Certainly not cheaper. Now, why would any practical and wealthy person choose to have a baby the old-fashioned way where you don't know what you're going to get when you create your own (laughs) custom kid? (laughs) Create your own custom kid. Think of the children. Is it fair to send your natural spawn to school with a bunch of genetic super kids? Sending my kid to be homeschooled on Krypton. <laughs> I don't know. I'm shaking ground there. But I'm hey. Have you been our son's new teacher, Jor-El? <laughs> Number five. Number sports. Five? The term better than sex is described as a euphoric experience, often food-related, quite similar to an orgasm. Usually by women, as for most men, there's nothing better than sex. Except sports. Why are sports better than sex? They're not. There's eight reasons. They're not. One, people watch and cheer when you score. Well, if if you had a YouTube channel, people could watch and cheer when you score too. If you don't like your team, you can wait until your contract ends and then play with someone else. You can count on it all season. You can watch it going on your on in your local bar. It lasts for over well, you an hour. On your phone in the local bar. It, it lasts for over an hour. It might even go into overtime. You can have a coach on the sidelines while you're doing it. Action replays. 
Protective equipment. You can have all that. Protective equipment can be washed and reused. Well, it can be. Apparently, a lot of people spend a lot of time. It. <laughs> apparently, uh, we have spent a lot of time coming up with lists of reasons why various sports are better than sex. Definitely use a laundry bag. I guess if you're not getting away, getting any, you should have spare time. The top three reasons why soccer is better than sex: you can be on top for eighty minutes and still come in second. You can score using your head or your feet. Size doesn't matter. Why is hockey better than sex? A two-on-one or a three-on-one is common. People still play hockey after they're married. Periods last only 20 minutes. You, can, bum. you can change players on the fly. So you can... That's like wrestling. You tag someone. Okay, my dick's tired. Tag. You're in. Yeah, that's overrated. And juggling. Why is juggling better than sex? You can juggle your balls in front of your grandma. You don't need a partner... And there's nothing wrong with having blue balls. <laughs> you made yourself laugh. Uh, you found that very amusing. No, no dick and fart jokes. Number four. Number four? Sleep. According to the Sleep Well website out of Stanford University, there are at least ten reasons why sleep is better than sex. Among them, sleep can last a good eight hours or more, unless you're Larry. And while sleeping, you can have sex with anyone you want. Cheater. <laughs> of course. Going to hell. This could be one of those. Duh. This could be one of those win-win situations. If you make sleep your priority at night, that might give you more energy for all sorts of activities during the day. Hint, hint. Like work and commuting. Hint, Fucking. Hint. If you ain't got a job. If you ain't got a job, you ain't getting laid. That's not true. Unfortunately, no, it's not. Number three, food. Ool. Ool? Ool. Oh. <laughs> food wins out over sex in many ways. Suck, suck. Yeah, all right, that's enough. Most obviously, because you can order it in or enjoy it all by yourself without being judged. What are you chuckling about over there? You can do that with sex, too. <laughs> There are three hundred the numbers. There are three hundred and twenty-six recipes called "Better Than Sex Cake" at cooks.com alone. None of them are. Except for maybe that one. <laughs> there, ooh, there's also one recipe at the same site called "Almost Better Than Sex Cake." The I'm, honest cake. I'm guessing this is by the one home chef who actually has sampled both. <laughs> Also, chocolate is an aphrodisiac. If you choose chocolate over sex, you may still end up with, well, both. Number two, cell phones. What? A survey conducted by Dialophone, a phone retailer in... Welcome the U- to Dialophone. <laughs> Press one for rotary. Press two for push button. Press three for cellular. A cell phone retailer in the UK reported that 24% of women... But 0% of men would rather give up sex than their mobile phone for a month. This makes sense, since I'm sure at least 20% of the women have realized that a cell phone is better than a man or a woman, if that's your thing. And number one, the internet. According to Judy Model's article, The Internet Better Than Sex is an (laughs) Intel-sponsored survey found that 46% of women and 30% of men would rather abstain from sexual activity for two weeks and go without internet access for the same time frame. The percentage spikes higher to 49% among women 18 to 34 
and a whopping 52%, 52. for 35 to 44 years old. Oh, and uh, apparently the honorable mention is the microwave. A survey of a thousand thousand Australian women found that most women voted for the microwave being the most liberating invention of the past 30 years. This survey was sponsored by Lean Cuisine. (laughs) I detect a little bias there. So there you go. Ten things that are better than sex. Yeah. yeah. According to Lean Cuisine and other... Yeah. Other, <laughs> so that, uh, there you go, yeah. So cue music or something. And there you go. I hope you enjoyed everything. As you know, I did survive and I'm still here. Everything went okay. And I hope you enjoyed it all. So uh, I'm just going to cut this short and say for Chris, Harvey, myself, Marissa in parentheses, Stowaway Neil, Klaus, and everybody else, have a great weekend and or week or whatever when you're listening to this. This is Larry saying, ships ahoy? I should have thought that through better. Bye! My charisma's high. This episode of Achieving Rally the Podcast has been brought to you by, well, us. <laughs> Here at Achieving Rally the Podcast. Hey there, Achieving Rally the Podcast listeners. I know you've enjoyed us for the last five years. Well, I've got news for you. We're now available on Spotify. That's right, Spotify. Log on to your Spotify account, look at the menu bar along the top, and click on the podcast. Then, search for Achieving Reality, the podcast. It's amazing. Now there's multiple ways to listen to my wackiness and Chris's snark. Achieving Reality, the podcast, now on Spotify. Go ahead, take a listen. (laughs) (laughs) 